0: Coach for mums, recovering people pleaser, and the host of the Not Perfect But Thriving podcast. We all know that life's not perfect, that we're not perfect, but I believe so strongly that we still can and deserve to be thriving. We cover everything to do with people pleasing, perfectionism, and other motherhood topics, especially those related to releasing the things that are holding us back and rediscovering ourselves so that we can live life feeling confident, fulfilled, and truly alive can't wait for you to join me for another episode and make sure you subscribe so you're always up to date. Hi there and welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited that you're here with me. Thank you for tuning in. This episode, as the title suggests, is for if you are having a rubbish Christmas. So it's coming out on Boxing Day and, or the 26th of December if you're not in the UK or just somewhere that you don't really have for Celebrate Boxing Day. And I really, really hope that you are having a wonderful Christmas with your family and friends. And if you are, then I'm really pleased for you, but this episode probably is not going to be for you. This episode is for if you haven't been enjoying Christmas. And I'm intending this episode to be a bit of a where to go from here, pep talk and I hope it will feel a bit like having a hug and a lovely chat with your best friend over coffee. There's a multitude of reasons why Christmas might not be so lovely or not be so fun but this episode will be focusing on the main kind of things I feel make Christmas potentially a little bit more challenging if you're struggling with people pleasing so I think celebrations generally can be really full of contradictions and complicated feelings some of which we're not always comfortable even admitting to ourselves and I think added to that is everything that's going on in the world right now it can make it feel harder for us to allow ourselves to experience any joy and you know there's always that that balance of like gratitude and also acknowledging so we sometimes when things are difficult and we know that other people are struggling and in pain and going through awful things then we can feel that we're a not allowed to experience joy ourselves but b sometimes we also then don't allow ourselves to experience the difficult things because we just feel like someone else has it so much harder so that can be an an added dimension that I just wanted to mention in case for those of us who are kind of following what's going on in various different places in the world at the moment and just generally I think we can celebrations lots of us kind of simultaneously crave and fear the attention of events on the one hand it's very human to want to feel special to want to feel loved and then on the other hand we might also have learned that it's you know right to be humble and modest um maybe we don't feel very deserving and so we don't really feel safe to be celebrated or there can even sometimes be a slight fear of building up expectations, looking forward to something and then being disappointed and feeling shamefully ungrateful for that. And then of course celebrations can be also really tainted by our past, maybe difficult memories of certain events from perhaps our childhood or other times in our life or maybe we've experienced a loss of a person or a relationship and... These kinds of events really drive that home sometimes because naturally we think back to last Christmas or last anniversary or birthday or whatever the celebration is. Or maybe there are just other complicated family dynamics. And if you're a parent, then as you know, kids will still be kids, won't they? They will still have all of their big feelings and all of their usual day-to-day challenges and they don't always have the tools to navigate what can be a really overwhelming time for them. And so, yeah, all in all, it can be a lot of celebrations as fun and lovely and magical as they can also be. But those, I would say, are probably, I suppose, the most, the kind of general things that that many, many people will be struggling with, <clears throat> more or less. There are, I think, three big ways that Christmas can be especially challenging if you're struggling with people pleasing. And one, I think, the first one that came to mind was really around boundaries and crossing boundaries so boundaries around even before Christmas and deciding certain things from gifts to where you celebrate to what you're going to do within your family maybe between you and your partner or between with your kids or with wider family there can be lots and lots of things that need to be ironed out before you even get to the actual celebration so when we're stuck in these people pleasing habits we can almost arrive at Christmas already feeling slightly resentful that we're yet again celebrating Christmas in a way that we hadn't anticipated to or hadn't really didn't really want to because we've kind of gone along with somebody else's plans we've fallen in line with what maybe is expected of us but we're already already stressed already like I say, potentially resentful or just feeling all types of different feelings about what we're going to be doing because it's not what's truly, you know, what we were truly craving or not maybe in line with our own values or, and then of course we get to the actual day and so often there can be boundaries crossed by people, um, whether that's friends or relatives or, um, conversations that I had that you didn't want to have com- different topics come up um, and tension there can be a lot of tension around this time emotions can be a little bit heightened um, maybe we're spending many days or even weeks together over this time that you know people that we haven't seen for a long time that we don't normally spend that much time with and uh, it can just be a really overwhelming time for us as well and so crossing boundaries can happen and then, of course, it's it's challenging for us when we're struggling with people-pleasing because we then also have a decision to make around how, what we do now, whether we address that, whether we set a firmer boundary, whether we then have to work out upholding it, um, which can lead to conflict or at least, you know, some confrontation or at least, at the very least, some challenging conversations. Or sometimes we choose not to address anything. And whilst that then creates doesn't create that open conflict it still can mean that there's unspoken tension in the air the atmosphere can be impacted and we can feel yeah we we still we still take on that stress of uh, maybe it was our boundary or a boundary of our children that was crossed or our partner and we when we sit there and kind of take it that still is doing something to us and that still is adding to our kind of overall energy and state of being the second one that i think is really common when we're struggling with people pleasing people pleasing and perfectionism can often be linked and so we can be can can put intense pressure on ourselves about getting everything right getting everything perfect that can be especially so if we're hosting and we're maybe putting up guests maybe we're cooking christmas lunch maybe you know whatever it is um, we want everything to be perfect. Maybe the, that's to do with the house cleaning, that's to do with the food, that's to do with activities, that's to do with gifting can be a big one, um, especially if we're not actually hosting, but we're going somewhere else. Um, I, I talked a little bit about this in my um, podcast last week, where I talked about people pleasing and uh, finances, how it can affect our spending. But yeah, we can put ourselves under such pressure to get the perfect gift. It has to be thoughtful, it has to be the right, um, you know, the right amount of effort and and money and all these things expended. So yeah, that overall we just I suppose tend to feel this very intense responsibility for everyone else, don't we? And so yeah, that pressure of perfectionism can be a big struggle at Christmas time. And of course, espe- especially so if something goes a little bit wrong. Um, sometimes we, because because of our people pleasing habits, we tend to also find ourselves in relationships sometimes or in dynamics, shall we say, where the other person, it might not even be a conscious thing, but the other person accepts. So we take that responsibility for everyone else that we we feel that we have that responsibility and so we take that on board and we act as though it is our responsibility and so other people in our lives can almost take that on board as well so they then give us that responsibility and accept that it is our responsibility and i'm not saying that's perhaps a little bit oversimplified because i i don't mean to say it's necessarily our fault um and of course there will always be people who actually um they benefit from our people pleasing habits, and they, they, capitalise off it. They um, take, you know, they take advantage of that. And so, but but even when other people are not trying to do that, yeah, these dynamics can be created where other people also expect that we're responsible, and yeah, there can be a lot of tension as a result. It can be really tricky so yeah especially so if things go wrong if other people are also making us responsible for that and we feel responsible or even just if we feel responsible it can be very stressful and we can spend our time not being so present and actually instead just trying to micromanage the day from gift opening and um, you know from the food, uh, all the different elements, whatever it is that you do, I don't know how you celebrate your you know Christmas or another celebration if actually you don't really celebrate Christmas. This could be about something else that you celebrate in your culture or even birthday parties, those kinds of things I think can be similar. So, yeah, so number two, the pressure of that perfectionism. And then finally, there's that funny dynamic where, there's this balance that our loved ones need to tread when we struggle with people pleasing around on the one hand we might have told everybody we want no fuss at all you know we don't want anyone to bring anything we don't need any gifts there's nothing that we need we're we're fine we're very easygoing um we don't need much fuss and at the same time when if if our loved ones were to honor that and actually make absolutely zero fuss we would probably feel really unappreciated and disappointed because we will no doubt have made a fuss and have made an effort um but equally too much fuss and we're going to feel stressed and uncomfortable and like we haven't reciprocated you know, perhaps somebody else has given us a really large, expensive gift, and we haven't, and that's gonna impact how we feel and and our kind of stress levels, or perhaps, yeah, um, perhaps someone else has gone to a lot of trouble to do something for us that we weren't anticipating, and now we feel like we we're, we're indebted almost, and it's that that in itself can be stressful. So there's that funny balance, and the reason why I think it's important to acknowledge is because sometimes when we feel disappointed. So for example maybe maybe you've woken up on Christmas morning and you've uh, you know your children have had meticulously wrapped beautifully wrapped um, well thought out through gifts that you've been planning for a long time and maybe your partner or your husband or your other family members have had beautiful gifts and maybe you've planned all the food and breakfast and everything else and then you realise that you've kind of been forgotten, you've, you know, perhaps they've popped out to somewhere really local and they've bought the first thing that you, you just know from what they've given you, um, or maybe they've even not got you a gift, maybe they've forgotten to... Whatever it is that's important to you, none of that has happened. And you realise that you're the only one that is putting in this work and this effort. And so that kind of thing can be really disappointing. And yet we... There's this funny balance, like I say, that our loved ones need to tread between not making enough of an effort and making too much of an effort, which is really actually very difficult because we probably, a lot of times, we don't even really know where that balance lies ourselves. And yet when we do feel disappointed or stressed because of whichever whichever way it's gone, whichever way out of balance, it you know, however it is out of balance, we're going to feel that. And equally, we're not going to sometimes feel able to admit that to ourselves because we're going to feel silly. We're going to feel like we shouldn't be disappointed, we should be grateful for what we've got. Or, um, yeah, we can kind of talk ourselves out of that. And we're sometimes not very comfortable admitting to ourselves what's actually happened. And so if any or all of those things have been tricky in your household over this Christmas perhaps people crossing boundaries perhaps the atmosphere has been tense or vicious perhaps there's been some challenging conversations perhaps you've had to swallow down or felt like you had to swallow down your real thoughts your um, feelings perhaps you've yeah it's, it's been challenging in that respect with people crossing boundaries perhaps it's been more around that balance maybe you felt totally unappreciated um maybe you've felt uncomfortable because you've been too celebrated, or maybe it's been the pressure of that perfectionism where you've just spent the whole time stressing about the process, stressing about all the different elements of the day rather than being present and enjoying the experience yourself. If any of those three things have have been happening in your household today, first of all, I just want to say I'm really sorry that you've had a tricky time, but I also want you to remember that Despite what you see on social media everywhere, there are many, many, many people out there navigating those exact same challenges with not picture-perfect Christmases, because it can feel a bit isolating, but you're absolutely not alone. And secondly, it's also okay if there's been a bit of both. Perhaps there's been certain moments that you've loved and that have been really magical, and perhaps there's been certain moments that have been really disappointing and really difficult. And I think it's really normal that those are kind of, you know, interdispersed with each other, but we can have this feeling that if it's not picture perfect, movie Christmas, then something is wrong and that's not necessarily the case. It might just be that you're human and your family is human and your friends are human or whoever you've been celebrating with and that that's just it and like all the other All the other days of the year, all you know, all through the year, we kind of accept that things will be up and down, and that it's kind of cyclical and ever changing. And yet, there can be so much pressure on certain things to to need to be perfect. And I also want you to know that it's not your fault, and you're not being too sensitive or being silly if you are feeling any kind of negative feeling around Christmas, because very often. Like I was saying, we try to talk ourselves out of these things and deny us those things, but the truth is, there's a reason why we're feeling the way that we're feeling, and your feelings are completely valid. And for the avoidance of all doubt, if you've had, uh, not just a Christmas with a few ups and downs, but if you've had a really disappointing Christmas, a really difficult Christmas, then... I also want you to just know that you really deserve to experience Christmas magic like everyone else. You deserve to wake up on Christmas morning feeling loved, feeling appreciated, feeling cherished, and sharing in that Christmas magic, experiencing kind of firsthand some of that joy and that surprise, and feeling the effort that someone else has made for you, not just witnessing Christmas magic through the result of all your own hard work, the you know all that work that you've put in to make everyone else feel special, whether that's The thoughtful gifts, activities, and so if you have woken up today, and you haven't felt any of those things, and you just feel that not you know the same or even a fraction of that effort has not been made for you, you're not being silly. Or maybe, like I say, maybe it's around the boundaries that have been crossed. Maybe the atmosphere. Again, you there'll be a reason why you feel the way that you do, and I think that that's okay. And. Also, I do want you to know that there are things that you can do and there's work that you can do in 2024 that means that in future years for future celebrations and just at any time throughout the year, things can be different. For now, I think that the very best thing that you could gift yourself is to just be completely honest with yourself. No, I know I've done all of those things in the past, but no pushing down that disappointment and frustration, no kind of muttering to yourself as you tidy up the kitchen and wave off your guests but then just smiling and saying like oh I'm fine really you know I should be grateful no just kind of moving on as if nothing has happened and accepting that this is just life your life because that's when things stay the same or deteriorate over time even and that's true not just for these kinds of situations but also relationships deteriorate as a result of people pleasing because the more resentful that you become, the more unhappy you become, the more you are not being yourself, the more... I've actually um, talked about this in uh, uh, in other parts of... Um, I think there's been a previous podcast episode around this as well, but relationships suffer when we are stuck in people-pleasing habits. And it's just pretty exhausting, isn't it? So instead I think that the best gift you can give yourself is to let yourself feel whatever's coming up and ideally just getting it all out. I often talk about journaling but that's because in my experience it's just so so powerful to just dump out on paper everything that's coming up for you rather than letting those thoughts ruminate and just go round and around in circles because also sometimes we can then start to catastrophize or make things mean something that it doesn't mean. Sometimes we start making Isolated situations mean something about relationships, or we start um making up all these different stories in our mind, and so putting it all on paper, or maybe just a voice note to yourself if that's more your thing, can mean that we can actually assess those things. We can get them out of our system, and then we can also assess them and rationalise a little bit. So you can get really curious, you know. What were the things that have upset you the most? What was the biggest disappointment? Why? Where has that maybe triggered something in you from the past? Maybe that was a past wound that um, the feeling has actually come up, not necessarily because of this thing, but actually because you've felt that this way many times before. Maybe you've m- interpreted somebody's behavior a certain way. So what have you made whatever's happened mean about you or about your relationship with that person, if there was another person involved? What's it come down to and what part did they play and what part did you play? Can you learn anything maybe from how you've handled the situations? And those feelings that come up, you can then let those move through your body. Perhaps you need to have a good cry. Perhaps you need to move, get outside. Maybe a tapping practice would help or talking it through with somebody else. Just have a think about what you truly need today and in the next few days to come. And hopefully that will help lift that weight that you're currently feeling and also help you start to see more clearly just what's happened over this festive period and sometimes we can feel quite helpless and at the mercy of other people especially when we struggle with people pleasing I think we can we can be in that position where we are it's like this roller coaster that we're riding where it so depends, our own well-being so depends on everyone around us because one, one word, one look, one, you know, perhaps the other person is feeling a certain way about something and that can impact us so deeply that we, our whole mood plummets because of this one situation, this one comment, this one thing that's occurred. And so we sometimes just feel so at the mercy of other people that we almost can't imagine that things can be different. But I just want you to know that it is possible for things to be different and there's work that you can do in 2024 that means it will be different in the future. You can get to a point where you feel much clearer about what's important to you and why, where you can set boundaries and learn to uphold them. And most importantly, So you can have more of a sense of yourself and just stay more grounded in your own experience and truth without kind of being consumed and overtaken by by what other people are thinking or feeling. So I think acknowledging how you've felt and what's happened this Christmas is going to be the perfect start to look at what might need addressing, what might need some attention, what might need some work in 2024. So to summarise, I want to just reiterate that if you've had a really tricky Christmas you're absolutely not alone and I'm not saying that in the sense of other people have it hard too (laughs) I'm just saying in the sense of sometimes it can be nice to know that we're not alone and I think that we we know that really but also there's so much on social media so many pictures and videos and and things that we see other people doing that could could convince us otherwise so if you've had a really tricky christmas you're definitely not alone also maybe you've just had an up and down christmas and maybe actually that's just reflection of you know human life because sometimes we can make that mean more than it does and we forget that other people also have those moments where the food has been burnt or maybe we're spending a long time with a relative that we don't see very often and at some point there are some tensions or maybe you know all of those kinds of things are just so normal and so I just also wanted to share that little reminder in case that's all it is for you but I think you'll probably know if there actually is more underlying and perhaps like I say some work that needs to be done in 2024 because it's not just that it's actually more than that and finally whilst yes, all those kinds of little moments are normal, I think that overall we all deserve to feel loved and cherished and supported and to be able to share in that magic and that joy. And so if you haven't felt able to do that this year, if you haven't felt any of those things, then I suppose what's always worth considering is whether that is a one-off, whether that is something that has just occurred this year and that's absolutely fine to be disappointed and upset and want to address that but I think even more so it might be really helpful to think about whether or not that is a pattern that is reflective of what happens for the rest of the year, for the rest of, you know, on the daily, week to week, How, how are these things playing out then? and if that can be a really difficult you know that can be a really difficult realization to see that pattern for the first time and to really notice that that's why it hurts that it's not just a one off that actually it's it's an ongoing an ongoing pattern but equally i want you to also see that that opens up so much possibility and so much opportunity because i don't think you can even imagine what life can be like With, well, with some changes that we can make and some time that passes, and there's so much opportunity in thinking this time next year, everything could be different. And so that's something I would really love you to hold on to. And in the meantime, I just want to send you the biggest hug and so much love and whatever you need in the coming days whatever you need I am sending it to you now and yeah that's the last episode for 2023 thank you so much if you've whether this is the first episode you've listened to or whether you've listened to all of them or some of them thank you for being here and I can't wait to bring you more episodes in 2024 so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would be amazing if you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to help others find it and make sure that you don't miss any of the new episodes being added each week. Hope to see you back for the next one.